0: Hey, what's up everybody, it is Stephanie back with another episode of the Nosy AF Podcast. So guess what, as we speak, as I'm talking to you, my dear friend Tracy is having a baby. Isn't that cool, like isn't it crazy how I could be talking to you and then meanwhile she's over at the hospital having a baby, like the world is so nuts. And then like, meanwhile, Janet Jackson is eating cereal. I don't really know if she is, but it's just weird like how, you know, everybody has like their own thing going on at all times, you know? Anyway, so today's episode is interesting. I speak with a baseball and metal music expert, Ursula Parson, and you know, I don't think she would call herself an expert, but I just think she is one. I started out talking to her because I was at first really interested in people who were Dating people who maybe they moved in too soon And she had a story for me But then there was some confusion But then she still wanted to tell me the story About her and her friend Barbara And so I let her And then we like went into being a black person Into metal music And you know what? It's just an interesting thing And I don't want to say too much I just want to get you into the conversation With Miss Ursula parson I think that's it right now. So listen to this. I'm so happy you're here with me while you're working, while you're working out, driving, cooking, chill with your boo, all that good stuff. I think this is episode 13. Yeah. Dopeness. <laughs> all right y'all, here we go with Ursula Parson. Ursula, okay, so I had asked in a Facebook group that you and I are both in, I was like, oh, has anyone prematurely moved a man or woman into their home, regretted it, and had the hardest time getting them to move out? And you said, I have a story along these lines that is crazy. I've only told it one other time, but I would totally tell you it again. And so that's why I was like... Oh, I gotta know what this story is.
1: Okay, I have a story that I think I might have been talking about that isn't romantic, per se.
0: Okay. So, uh,
1: let me think of a fake name for her. Um, <laughs> let's call her... Barbara? Barbara, sure. So <laughs> I met this girl, Barbara. Um, we sort of had this friendship that was based around heavy metal and like erotic fan fiction. okay um, I, I mean, it was pretty dorky, to be perfectly honest. I mean, heavy metal is cool and all, but I would say that we met around the time that you're like not supposed to be into erotic fanfiction anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we were both like in our, our early to mid twenties at the time that we met this girl, Barbara, uh, very enthusiastic about everything. Very, very in your face, very much the kind of person that if you tell them anything, their first instinct is to one up you. Ew, um, ew.
0: The yeah, worst. I don't.
1: Yeah, I don't know why this didn't annoy the, the hell out of me immediately, but I guess I had patience back then. Who knows? I'm 31 now. I I might have run out entirely by now. <laughs> we became somewhat close. Um, I remember this one time. I think we were waiting on a train to Jersey or something. And, uh, this guy started hitting on us and we pretended to be engaged to each other. Mm -hmm. And of course, you know, because he was a guy who was hitting on us, he didn't interpret this as, oh, she's taken, let me back off. But more along the lines of like, hey, can I be the meat in your, you know, lesbian sandwich or something? (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) So yeah, we had a lot of like little bonding moments like that. So eventually there were, like, some pinkish flags. Uh, <laughs> Not a know,
0: pinkish flag. I love it.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, they they definitely weren't red at the time. But I went to New Jersey with her uh, on one occasion and just, like, to hang out with this guy and his friend, I guess, let's call them... Paul and Rob.
0: Okay. So you were, like, being, like, a wingman to Barbara. And no. That's oh. the
1: thing. Uh, I didn't know that she would have expected this from me. Oh. Um, But it was one of those things where, like, we went over to these guys' house. Like, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't personally sexually attracted to either of them, so it just didn't occur to me. Uh, she, like, put on some music and ended up doing this, like, weird rhythm-free quasi-erotic dance in the middle of the living
0: room what with you guys all watching yeah yeah i'm picturing like tan leather couches like one throw pillow like maybe an area rug that is pretty much it (laughs) yeah uh Okay, without giving away who Barbara is, like, can you just sort of describe what Barbara looked like? Because this sounds like... I can describe
1: exactly what she looked like.
0: Okay, please. She she was about,
1: I would say, like, maybe 5'2 or 3. I never saw her without heels on. And (laughs) she was never taller than me, and I'm 5'6. Okay. So she was pretty short, extremely pale, and, like, owning it. Like, she was the kind of person that would wear paler makeup than she was. She claimed to have Scandinavian heritage. I do not believe her at all. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I have been to Scandinavia on multiple occasions, and I've not seen anybody that looked even remotely like her. She was top-heavy, but otherwise fairly slim.
0: Oh lord! And then I just picture like what year was this? This was the the erotic dancing thing. I
1: think happened in like twenty eleven.
0: Come on, come yeah. on, Barbara! I just yeah. picture her because I was like picturing like like a wide leg jean and a fitted top. I mean, you're not on the wrong path. Oh um, good lord! But at the same
1: time, like she wasn't like she wasn't like a rave chick okay necessarily she definitely like
0: goth chick
1: yeah okay like a a standard mall goth like so much eyeliner and like i don't remember her, her having a lot of piercings but she had dyed black hair for sure and i mean she left her roots showing probably because she wanted people to know that she was blonde and associate her with Scandinavia. Oh, um,
0: I am just rolling my eyes and I just love people like that. It's just <laughs> folks just over the top. And it's like,
1: Oh, you yeah. know
0: what? Ugh, I gotta oh, yeah. love it. Nothing but and respect. I mean,
1: <laughs> she was very stereotypical in a lot of ways. Um, there, I mean, to this day, there's stuff that she told me about herself that, I know for a fact I will never know whether or not it's true or
0: false. Oh, I love people like that.
1: Yeah. I mean, she told me several different names. Like, I, I know what her first name is. It's not Barbara. Right. Um, but I have no idea what her last name is. She gave me, a, like, an almost certainly fake Norwegian last name. Ugh. And uh, she also gave me another last name, which she claimed was her birth name because she claimed that she was adopted. Uh, Yeah, it was just, she was a mess.
0: Okay, so Barbara is in the middle of the living room. Yes, Mm -mm -mm. dancing. And
1: we all were just kind of. I, I mean, look, none of us were entirely sober. Okay. But at the same time, I was sober enough to know that this was just a weird thing that was happening. Like she was like rubbing all over Rob, and who was like the most attractive guy in the room. It it was just very strange.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So so there was that I actually, I met somebody who I'm still friends with through her. Did Um, Rob
0: like, did Rob like the dance? He was, I don't think he
1: was upset that it was happening, but he wasn't trying to push anything. Like, you know how, like when you're dancing with a guy or something like that and he'll like, you know, put his arms around you or he'll like lean in or, you know, something like that. Like he just sort of let it occur. And I don't know how much of that was because it was in the middle of a well lit living room at like nine 30 at night or if it was because he wasn't into her. Um, Mm -hmm. But I know for a fact that they never went anywhere and he's now married to somebody else. So,
0: Mm, well, yeah. Okay. Hey.
1: Um, so so there was that. Um, she was kind of like, I mean, she's like fairly well known. Like I think a lot of people, if you showed up to a random concert in, I would say, probably Manhattan or Brooklyn, at least a quarter of the people there would know who she was.
0: Oh wow. Uh Celebrity yes. Celebrity story. Yeah, she
1: was she was fairly well known. Okay. Um she also oh my god, okay, more pink flags. Um so she convinced me that oh man, I'm I'm like the memories are just flooding back into my head. <laughs> and I know that eventually I have to get to the part where she actually moves in with me
0: it's okay. Just go there. How did she, how did you guys, so clearly Barbara is off the chain. And- yeah. So uh, no, I definitely have to say this
1: about her because okay, yeah. it's, it's part of her character. So I am, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with this, uh, this group of men that visited us. And so I've hooked up with some of them. Okay, And I mean, I'm not like bragging about it. Cause I think most people could, if they tried, I had a good time. I'm not like bragging about it. I'm not, you know, condemning it, but whatever it is, what it is. So they, they came back and she hooked up with one of the ones that I had hooked up with. She basically made up, this whole scenario in which he said that he was gonna like move her into his place and like he had fallen in love with her and he couldn't keep his mind off of her and blah 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 and i was just like uh okay and the next time i saw him i asked him about her i like i asked him if he had spoken to her if he had you know seen her lately and he was like who Oh wow! And I was like yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> Pink flag number two.
0: Okay. So, so you know,
1: you have an idea of the person, the kind of person I'm talking about.
0: Yes, I definitely so. know, and I sort of picture Barbara to look like, like a white, dark haired Rihanna.
1: I mean, that's so generous
0: of you because she
1: really she. She wasn't ugly. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna pretend she was ugly. But
0: it may be like Rihanna in the way of like, of like sort of like I don't really care. Look, I'm sexy. Like Rihanna, like oozes sex, and I feel like Barbara does too. Listening to how you, she doesn't.
1: She is. Very average, and she wore a shitload of eyeliner, and she dyed her hair black, and she just dressed like a mall all the time. Okay. She was otherwise very average. Okay. Like, I know that you're thinking of somebody who has this kind of swagger about them, who, yeah. like, knows, who knows that they're sexy, and they go everywhere, like, just being sexy. Yeah. She did not have that kind of swagger. She <laughs> was extremely insecure. Aww. And she lied about everything. And she was just very naive, like very, very dramatic. But yeah, uh, so yeah, that's her.
0: But she um, was your friend.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't you know love- what I was thinking. Hey. But... Yeah, we were we were pretty good friends. I think part of it was that I was still pretty new to the metal scene. And so I didn't really know, I, I didn't know enough people to feel comfortable getting out of our tenuous friendship. We were into fan fiction and I felt like There was nobody else that I could really talk to about fan fiction because I was in my own fan fiction-related drama at the time, too, which is a whole other story. But anyway.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs)
1: So, um, you know, time elapses. We were in touch. We're going about our business. She calls me like crying, talking about how this guy that she had been dating was like, uh, she slept with a knife under her pillow because she thought that he was gonna kill her. Oh my and god! And blah blah blah, and I was like, Barbara, like, get the hell off the phone and come to my apartment right now! Like, I cannot have you being murdered, you know? And this was a guy that we like. He's one of those guys that is like shady, but like nobody really knows how immediately, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So it was like a guy that I knew was no good. Like I, like I know now even that he's like not the best kind of guy. I don't think he, he was trying to kill Barbara, <laughs> but I, I know that he's not great. So, and this was like, like 11 PM that she called me about this. So I was just like, no, drop everything. You're coming here. Like, don't worry about food. Don't worry about, you know, anything just come. Yeah. And meanwhile, I was living in a studio apartment, um, making, I don't even know, like just some ridiculously low wage. Like, I think I was still in tech support at the time. Just making shit money. I knew damn well I couldn't support anybody but myself and my cat barely. Yeah. But I was like, you know, I'm doing the noble thing here. So, so I moved her in. Um,. <laughs> And she comes and she has her little bag, whatever. I was just like, dude, just, ugh, I don't even know. Like, I don't have a bed. Like, I just have my futon that I sleep on. And I have, you know, I think I might have had an air mattress at the time. I don't even remember. So she moves in. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so relieved. blah, blah, blah. And... I I mean, in hindsight, I probably should have known that something was up because like her face wasn't even like, like her makeup was perfect and her eyes were (laughs) unread and we had like just talked. Oh, good Lord.
0: Barbara's a little, a little. She was crazy. Mm.
1: There's no two ways about it. So yeah.
0: Barbara has a lot going on. She does. She's a little, a little miss up to no good. (laughs) Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So, so that happened.
1: Um, the next day, I think it was, I think it might've been a Friday cause I don't think I had anything else going on. Although it is certainly possible that I was so noble that I took a day off, um, from a job that I didn't have days off. Um, just to like make her like, make sure that she got settled in properly. Okay. Um, so I know that early on, like, okay. So first of all, full disclosure, she did not stay a whole week at my place. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so i know that we spent one day just like out and about so i'm like trying to make sure she's well fed and meanwhile we go out she spends 150 dollars on a corset and i was not that you paid v- for i did not pay for this corset i promise you Okay. Not a single dime, but at the same time, I'm thinking like, um, you had $150 for a corset and you couldn't have gotten a, a hotel room, like whatever.
0: Yeah. Cause Barbara it- needs to be saved. Yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. And I was trying to be a good girl and that is what happened. So we invited some of her friends over. One of them is the person that I'm friends with today. Which isn't to say that I'm not friends with her boyfriend, just that we didn't, like, keep in touch like that. I don't know. Let's just call them, like, Jane and Keith or something. Okay. So, Jane and Keith come over um, to my place, and Barbara's there, and I'm there, and we order in some food with all this disposable money that we have. We smoked a bunch of weed, ordered in pizza.
0: And I bet you Barbara didn't chip in a penny. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure she did. Oh. But at okay, the same Barbara, time, maybe I'm being too hard on Barbara.
1: No, you are not. Okay. You, you are certainly not. Because um, I'm thinking, like, she is spending a lot of money while she is, like, mooching off of me, you know? The next day, she was on—oh, this is right. Okay, so I was working as a web moderator. Um, yeah, this is, like, the worst— Oh, it was my a, gosh. Look, it was a good-ish job at the time in the sense that I got to work from home. But it was part-time, and it was $11 an hour. Okay. So I would get up at six and moderate until 11 and this woman actually woke up before me and woke me up and I was like, Oh my God. Like
0: she came and like shook you like, or no, so, no, no, so no, wake she up.
1: just like do stuff at like 5am. Oh, and I was just like,
0: there's, some, there's something wrong with Barbara. Okay. Oh, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah, I would get up and, you know, I would do my thing at six. And she'd, like, pester me about questions. Like, I would go out grocery shopping and I would come back and find her on my computer. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. She would order in every meal of the day on her tab. And I'm just like, okay, like, how much money do you have? Like...
0: Did you ever ask her, did you ever ask her like, girl, what are you doing? I did not ask her because I thought that would be rude. But she's in your house.
1: I know. And I got to say, as much as I was raised not to take any shit, (laughs) I was also like not raised to be confrontational in that kind of way that
0: is hard that is hard i'm over here it's easy for me to be like girl you should have said something you should took out your house but then i probably
1: (laughs) this was like 24 year old me with my first friend that had actual problems yeah so there or so i thought easily in the time that she spent in my place she spent somewhere in the three to five hundred dollar range dang and she made absolutely no effort to get out. Like, that's the thing. And I was, like, not, again, not confrontational, just wondering, you know, what were her plans after this? Yeah. Because you know? I, I assumed, naively, that she was using my place as a transitional, you know, little hub around Yeah, her. of course.
0: Because if I
1: were in that same position, I would have maybe stayed for like a day and then moved on somewhere else, or been like, okay, I'm gonna stay for a week and like accumulate some funds and then get the hell out of here. Um, But she was just like, oh, yeah,
0: I don't know. What was the tipping point that made you be like, okay, Barbara, you gotta go, boo? It's time for you to go. Okay, I will tell
1: you the tipping point. The tipping point is when I came home to find her on my computer, as usual, and she said that she was looking at harps. She was trying to buy a harp for my apartment. (laughs)
0: What? (laughs) What?
1: A harp? A harp.
0: So I, uh, hold up. So now Barbara thinks y'all are roommates in your apartment that is just big enough for you and your futon and cat. And she wants to bring a whole ass harp in there. Yes. Is she crazy? Like and think about
1: it, like even if she had found a free harp <laughs> on the street and moved it in, that would have been the tipping point but the fact that she was looking to buy a harp with her money that she inexplicably has that she can't use to stay in a hotel for a couple of days while she moves on. Like I was just like, Oh my God, like this is crazy. Like this, this is insane. I can't do this. And I, I mean, she might have slept for like three hours a day, So there was like a combination of her like not chipping in for groceries, using my computer all the time, going to sleep at I don't even know when, waking up at five, and just annoying me all the time. I was just like, once the harp thing happened, I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to get this woman out of my house.
0: Does she even play the harp? I don't know. Like she's doing too much a harp.
1: Right, like I do I don't know if she actually plays the harp. I assume that she doesn't, if only because harp playing is pretty uncommon, <laughs> and she lied about everything,
0: so what'd you say? Uh,
1: this is like the the most milk toast thing I've ever managed to do.
0: I love a good but- milk toast curse out. It
1: wasn't even a, it wasn't close to a curse out. It was just, it was very much like, hey, so look, um, you know, I'm in this studio apartment and it's really small and like, I, I just, I can't, I can't really keep you in here for too long. Like, I'm sorry, but you have to go by, like, Sunday. I'm so sorry. And she was like, oh, okay, okay. And I was just like, all right, like, thanks. And um, so we just kind of, like, lived out the rest of the weekend. And it was, like, a weirdly, like, it wasn't tense, (laughs) But it was just, like, very, like, it almost felt like I hadn't even told her anything because she was still acting like everything. She was still acting like somebody who wasn't about to leave. Like, I never saw her pack, for example. And I was just like, oh, my God. Because, like, I I know that the Sunday that she left, I had to do something. And I don't remember what it was. But I was like, oh, my God, like, I hope I'm not going to come back and, like, find all my missing (laughs) right um I was really terrified she left and took all of her just her stuff and I was thankful that I didn't have enough money to like really be stolen (laughs) like I had like a maybe quarter full change jar but yeah that was it i like and that's literally the last I ever heard from her
0: oh really yeah Wow. So do you know what ever happened to
1: her? I have no idea. No way. I'm dead serious. But you said, you know, her boyfriend or you knew him back then. I mean, they stopped dating, (laughs) presumably. But to be honest, I've never seen I haven't seen him like after that really either. Did you change your circle? It's like, you know, what. not even a little bit. That's the thing. Like, there are so many people that I still know from that. Era of my life. I mean, I still know like the people. You know, Jane and Keith. I still know them. Like I, I still go to shows. I still see like the the guy that she hooked up with that she claimed was in love with her. I still see him every once in a while, hmm. even though he lives in another country.
0: It's like she, <laughs> it's like she was a ghost.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because Jane. Like she has made Facebook posts about wondering where she is because, and I'm just like, Oh, okay. So she actually did disappear from everybody's life. Like it wasn't just mine. She didn't just like stop going to shows. She straight up disappeared. I have no idea what happened to her. Jane has no idea what happened to her. Neither of us particularly miss her, but It's just the lack of conclusion that is eerie. Yeah. And the fact that she gave, like, I mean, like I said, like, I don't know what her actual name ever was. Weird. Yeah. And, like, her Facebook accounts are all gone. I mean, like, I mean, you know, like, the whole on this day feature on Facebook. Like, I'll click on some of my old stuff from, like, 2010 and 2011, and I'll see. Stuff that has like her fake Facebook name on it,
0: and it just won't have anything.
1: Hmm. So.
0: Well, I hope she's okay because this yeah, I mean, has I don't this is certainly taken oh. a turn. Of course, has it? yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah.
1: I haven't. I, I so I haven't changed my circle at all. Like I've expanded my circle, but I still, you know, I'm a metalhead, so.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. Do you find a lot of black people in metal?
1: I do not actually. There was a panel that I was a part of. Um, oh, really? And, yeah. And so I don't. I don't know how uh, how mainstream this is as knowledge, but there's a black Canadian metalhead lady who wrote a book called "What Are You Doing Here." Um, her name is Lena Dawes. This is a really great book, but it was about being a black female metalhead. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is like, so me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I met her afterward and she was just like, man, I wish I had known you. I would have interviewed you. And I'm just like, man, like, cause I mean, I ran a heavy metal blog too. So wow. Um, yeah, I was part of this panel, um, with her and a, a couple of other people, um, just talking about what it was like, what it is like being a black female metalhead. And it's, it can get a little hairy, but you know, for the most part, it's been okay.
0: (laughs) Is it a safe Um, space to be a black, a female metalhead?
1: Well, I mean, it depends on your definition of safe space. I would say, Um, I haven't encountered any real hostility I mean, I did get kicked in the face at a hardcore show, but I don't know if that was racism. There's, There's been a lot of condescension toward me. There's been a lot of, like, I don't know, dis dismissal of like feelings about being like the only black lady in the room. I mean I, I went to a like a stoner metal show. That's that's like the whitest malest subgenre of metal in my experience.
0: Okay. Stoner mm-hmm. metal. Okay, got it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like it's very like it's very grungy but hmm. um but rougher, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's probably a terrible description, um, but I went to a stoner metal show and I was literally the only black woman there. There were other women there. There were like, honestly, there were five that I saw in a room of hundreds of people. So yeah, um, it was it was off putting. Hmm. Um, but I still had fun at the show. Like people weren't mean,
0: right? Sure. Were people like oh?
1: No, thankfully. Oh. <laughs> Although there was one. Oh my god. I went to a Thrash show at um, Best Buy Theater. It was, I think.
0: Is I Thrash. Everybody? Is Thrash our. a band?
1: No, Thrash is a subgenre.
0: Oh, okay. Huh.
1: Yeah. Um, think bands like, I don't know, like older Metallica songs or Thrash. Um.
0: Okay.
1: I mean, I could name a lot of bands that you wouldn't necessarily know. Um, So I went to, uh, to, to a show that was like headlined by German thrash bands, um, except and creator were among them. And this guy just came up to me out of nowhere. And he's like, Hey, we don't see a whole lot of you guys here. And I was like, what the, I was like, (laughs) he was like, not sober at all that's really bold well yeah really bold yeah he was like this middle-aged white dude and i was like i don't like i i didn't know what he was talking about because he just came up to me out of nowhere and so he could have been speaking about just about anything about me like he could have been talking about my age he could have been talking about my race or my gender Because these bands have been around since, like, the early 80s, um, late 70s, possibly, also. And so there were a lot of, like, older white people there. And it turned out he was talking about my gender, and he was, like, trying to flirt with me. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, that's true. There aren't a lot of women here. Anyway, I'm going to (laughs) go.
0: Okay. Uh, That man probably knows where Barbara is. (laughs) Oh, God. I really doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) but um at my job there's a guy curtis who loves metal and i yeah and he got me into um because i was like okay you're really into this and i want to become into it too i really want to see like what the deal is like why you love this so much you know Mm -hmm. and um, he's like okay well if you want to go you have to get a vest and so i started building like a metal (laughs) yeah but i think that was like him just trying to like get me into it like i'm like okay what's like how oh you know what it was i told him i was like i want to go but i want to look the part like i want to look as if like i know what i i'm supposed to be here you know like i don't want to like come in just like as i am and like be looking around looking crazy i just want to like look as if like oh of course i'm at this show or whatever and so mm. he he was helping me get a vest together and and then he told me cuz i was like well I need to have, like, something that's Christian-based, right? He's like, no, absolutely not. You're not coming with me if you want, like... Because I was looking for back patches, and I was, like... Right. Trying to get, like, a Christian metal patch, and he was like, no. Absolutely not. He's like, there's no good Christian metal bands. And if you find one, you cannot go with me to a show. I'm not walking next to you with, like, Christian metal patches. And I'm like, how dare you? No, I'm just kidding. But then I was like... (laughs) I think... So we looked for a while... Uh, I have to get my vest because I feel like I got the back patch already and it was a Judas Priest one, I think. Is that a metal band, Judas Priest? Yes. yes. Yeah, so it's a – it's like – so it was actually sort of funny to see him take, like, me, like, not wanting all the, like, fire and, like, devil stuff and, like, okay, how can I get this girl to get something that, you know, is metal but doesn't have, you know, death on it? Um, but yes, yeah, so I mean we, he, that he, he, is he f-
1: really super easy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I know. Well, is it because he was seen to be yes. having a hard time? Maybe because it was the back patch. Maybe what is what was hard, like trying to find something that was like still colorful. I will have to send you a picture of it. I I thought like where I'm recording. I'm trying to look to see if I have it in my closet, but it must be in. I have another closet where in my coat closet where the vest is hanging. So I mean, it's cool though.
1: Honestly, <laughs> like it is so easy to find secular metal that like even just like i'm not saying that christian metal is good necessarily um but it's also like like the imagery of metal is not always anti-christian uh-huh. it is in fact rarely anti-christian unless you're looking into specific like very specific subgenres oh so i don't know what your friend's deal is and i suspect that his knowledge of metal is not particularly wide you um
0: know, maybe i have to because it seems like he does know a, a lot but then of course like i don't know anything so you know and 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 now talking to you with this education, I feel like maybe he's really into like a a particular kind of subgenre. And so in order for me to go to a concert with him, it's going to be like within a certain type of subgenre. And so he maybe was thinking like my goals with like his personal taste and then trying to mix it up. Can you think of any bands that he's mentioned? I can't. I really wish I really because you know what? Like it was like I remember like I feel like it was either last year, the year before, when I finally got the back patch. And then we haven't gone to a concert yet. But mm-hmm. I, I got... Oh, damn. I wish I knew. But... Because now it makes me curious. And I'm, I'm probably going to ask him, like, how we figured it out. Because... I mean, I Judas feel like- Priest
1: is a very, very popular, very... um Very long-lived band... Yeah. So but they also, like as far as I know, they don't really have any religious anything. I mean, priest is in their name and Judas. But I other than that, like I can't think of any songs by Judas Priest that are like specifically about like hating God or anything.
0: Yeah, and I think... or loving him for that. Yeah, I think Ugh, I wish I like Can't remember now, because I think he knew that, but like he wasn't trying to like give me anything like too dark, but I think still try to keep me mainstream. But then I still wanted something colorful, like, you know, like so there's just like I started putting all these restrictions on my vest. And then I remember I was doing research on bands because then it made me want to like have like a documentary. It wanted me to document me like getting into metal music or trying to just sort of learn about it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I really get excited when people are, like, really into specific things that I'm not into.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I totally get that feeling.
0: Yeah. 100%. But, I mean, I'm going to have to ask him now, like, if he remembers. Because after we did the, the whole vesting, and this is, like, around while we're, like, all trying to work and have personal lives and stuff. I just mm-hmm. really can't remember. oh. What a waste to me even saying that, but I think it, I think it's cool because I grew up in like a predominantly white suburb. And so I'm used to like being like one of three, five black people. And so, you know, I can like enter spaces like that, like fairly easily. Like, I'm just like, well, whatever. As of recently though, I'm like more, you know, with the climate of our world, I'm more aware obviously. And I've become more aware like through growing up and stuff, but you know, that, those types of cultures where like being the only is still of interest and just how you navigate that. So that's why I was just because you know what. Then there was that movie Afro Punk. Do you okay. know that? Do you know that documentary?
1: I've heard of it, but I haven't seen it.
0: Okay, so now they have Afro Punk Festival, which is like totally like no longer really punk music. Yeah, but Afropunk was about black people in po- punk culture. Mm -hmm. And there was like a segment in there where they were like, you know, usually I'd be used to being like the only black person. I would see another black person. I would almost get like offended. Like, what are you doing here? I'm supposed to be the only black person here. (laughs) Um, And, you know, just would be like it would just sort of like shock them. Um, It's interesting. It's a a good documentary. But I then then how many people I would know who were in it. (laughs) I wonder, too, because I feel like it was then like with punk culture where I realized like punk and metal were different because I used to just sort of group them in the same. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Afro punk is no longer like that. Like they'll have festivals and, you know, it'll be more so like alternative black folks now than, right. You know, like just straight up punk. So. Yeah. Yeah. But that's cool though. Why'd you stop your metal blog? I mostly just,
1: didn't have the time, and also, I mean, there were a couple of factors. um One of which was that I finally got a job that paid me enough to like participate in other hobbies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I said, like I'm a, I've been a baseball fan for a really long time, but it wasn't until like 2014 that I had the opportunity to actually like pay attention to it and like go to games and uh just I guess participate more in it yeah so and as a result I got sucked entirely in um and I'm still into metal but it's funny like so I started this job that I currently have in September 2014 and I was living in this shit studio as I said. Yeah. And um, this job gave me the opportunity to move out of the studio, but I moved so far away from my job that I ended up commuting for like 16-ish hours a week. Oh my gosh. Yeah. For three years. (laughs) So I lived in the Bronx and I worked in downtown Brooklyn from about May 2015 to about May 2018, so I just eventually did not have the time to, like, run a blog, especially, like, you know, thinking of new and interesting topics to talk about. I mean, I'd been running this the blog for, like, three years at the time. And, I mean, eventually it just felt like all my words were the same. Like, I was just saying the same things over and over again. Yeah. Although it was fun, you know, talking about things like the kinds of metal that women like and the way that women liked metal and the way that women made metal, but I just didn't have it in me anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, sometimes things just run their course. I get it.
1: Yeah. And I think that, you know, I had a great time and I still listen to metal and I still go to shows, but, not being obligated to sort of make an issue out of everything is also pretty great. Yeah. Um, Even though there are plenty of issues left.
0: Yeah. It's like, sometimes you just want to chill and enjoy. You don't want to be like an activist or like a com or like a person that does commentary all the time. You know, you just want to like, be Easy. (laughs) I mean, the thing about it is that like, like, I don't,
1: I don't feel like being the kind of person that's going to write an article about something. Even if, like, if I go to a show or something and and something happens, I know that's super vague, but if I go to a show and some event occurs, I just want to, like, post about it on my Facebook and let my friends talk about it. I don't feel, like, posting this whole, like, 300-word article and not only that, but, like, you know, writing this article, then, like, posting this article, proofreading it, making sure it's all perfect, um, posting it on my own Facebook, posting it on the blog's Twitter page, posting it on the blog's Facebook page, advertising it to everybody I know, like, I'm just tired, you know, and now I co-host this baseball podcast and I'm in this same position, but I just I have more energy for it now and I have more things to say that I never really had to say before. And I'm sure that this is going to run its course like I don't imagine that I'm going to be co-hosting a baseball podcast for the entire rest of my life you know, now that I've had the time and money and energy to focus on baseball and on baseball's myriad social issues, it's uh, easy, you know? Yeah. Um, I I mean, I guess easy is not the exact correct adjective, but it just, it flows more easily out of me, baseball commentary these days.
0: Yeah. No, that's really cool. Like, I mean, it seems like you're a person that like goes all in. You go big or go home.
1: <laughs> oh, this is so true. I mean, yeah. this has been true since I was a very small child. <laughs> uh, I get obsessed with things and then I move on <laughs> eventually.
0: Yeah. So your so. pod, your podcast. You guys talk about social issues around baseball. Oh, yeah. No, that's really cool because, like, I don't – I'm not a sports person. And I'll listen to – I have friends uh, that have a podcast called uh, Ball on Bulls. And I'll listen to that a little bit sometimes just to, like, keep current with what's going on in sports. Mm -hmm. But baseball, I've gone to one – maybe one or two baseball games – Okay. Um, But it's a beautiful sport. I like it. So, I mean, I would love to learn more because I think, I mean, I want to, I like to be well-rounded anyway, but just even knowing like what social issues are in baseball, like I wouldn't even know where to start because I'm just not naturally into sports. You know, I have to like make myself listen, but I would get behind a social issue podcast around baseball because I am into social issues.
1: I mean, honestly, there are more baseball podcasts that are even more into the social aspects of it than we are, and who are better at commenting about it. I mean, I have my own issues about being a female sports fan. I mean, that's whole, ugh, Jeff, like, just such a can of worms, basically. Like, as a female sports fan, there are issues. Lots of little issues here and there. I don't want to downplay them because they are serious. Um, uh, but I we haven't really touched on them yet. So I don't want to like spoil them.
0: Sure, sure. <laughs> we'll just have to tune into it. What's the name of your podcast again? It is called Flipping Bats
1: and Winning Games.
0: Flipping Bats and Winning Games. Yeah, I remember yes. it was sort of a long title. I like it. Thank you. Flipping bats
1: is another social issue in baseball. Basically, if you are a Black or Hispanic player and you celebrate too flamboyantly, there are lots of white people um, in the front office, in the dugout, who will take offense. And so flipping bats is something that we are very much in favor of. Um, because baseball is a fun sport and should be fun and nobody should feel like they have to suppress their personality, even if they are, you know, black or Latino, like nobody should feel like they have to politely hit a home run and politely run around the bases and not celebrate at all because they're just doing their jobs. Like, no, that's not how it should be. And white players shouldn't be offended when people do this kind of thing. So you what know, are they doing people-
0: when you flip bats? Like, is it like literally like you get excited that you hit a home run? So you like throw your bat in the air and it flips around or something? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, there was a huge thing. So um What? That's a big deal? That is a
1: huge deal. It's not
0: like it's going to hurt somebody.
1: Uh, you're preaching to the choir. We we love bat flips. We incorporated flipping bats into the title of our podcast. Trust me, we love it. We want bat flips. We do.
0: I'm gonna have to find bat flips and put it in my show notes because I just feel <laughs> like this seems like such a casual act. That is. why is it such a big deal? It is
1: extremely casual and people get offended so easily about it. And it's ridiculous. Ugh. It's completely ridiculous of course like black and latino players are condemned more openly about that kind of thing wow. about celebrating
0: so that's so stupid it is you know there's a lot of really stupid rules in this world i completely agree flipping bats yep like oh i know you didn't don't flip that bat like come on man sit down sir yeah.
1: I mean, people will interview and talk about how much they don't like living vets, for example. Like it's, it, it's truly ridiculous. It feels ridiculous coming out of my mouth, but it is true.
0: Insane. So when does your, um, because I could, I want to wrap up because I could keep talking to you especially about black metal. I really hope that Barbara is okay. And, and baseball, especially social issues in baseball. But how often do you come out with your podcast? That is
1: a very difficult question to ask. <laughs> um, so my co-host Mitch and I are we we like to stay on schedule and post an episode every Monday during the season.
0: Oh, okay. and
1: every other Monday during the off season, we don't post. We don't post as many episodes during the off season, just simply because there is less to talk about. But we haven't come out with an episode this Monday. I Mitch is the one who update or sorry, who edits our episodes, and he said he was having some trouble. I'm not like gonna rush him because I have no idea how to edit episodes myself. Oh <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I think uh, the last episode that we came out with, we actually had. I think we accidentally like deleted half of it or something. I don't know exactly what happened
0: Oh man.
1: But, uh, yeah, I mean, it still exists and it's still decent as far as I know. But yeah, I mean, there have been some episodes recently where I've been on vacation. So yeah, it's it, we've been a little all over the place lately. We've been pretty vocal this season.
0: Okay, but we can subscribe and I'll put oh, yeah, the absolutely. episode, or sorry, the link to the show in my show notes. And we'll just wait and see when we get pinged and then we'll listen. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. Yeah. So yeah,
1: I'm hoping that the, our last recorded episode will be out sometime this week, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna press him. So we'll see.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me about Barbara and about metal and baseball. Yeah, no problem at all. I can talk about most of those things all day so okay yeah, yeah. i might have to have you back because i mean now i'm really i mean i'm definitely about to hit up curtis my homie that's into metal and be like wait a minute what were we talking about like how did we get on this again and i'm gonna have to let you know because now I'm yeah i have to
1: know yeah i have to know because yeah. like if he really is first of all if he's that adamant that there should be no like christianity beams in metal
0: no i don't think i don't think that was it he was just like look you can't roll with me with a christian metal backpack and depending on
1: where like (laughs) i mean he's got to be just in like the like scandinavian black metal scene or something
0: i'm gonna find out this this isn't over this is not yeah
1: yeah i have to Uh, know (laughs) i'm too sure
0: i'm gonna i'm gonna tell him be like you know what my new friend ursula does not like she thinks you're in the blacks in the Scandinavian metal scene, and we have to figure this out. Well, not the Scandinavian
1: metal scene, because Scandinavian it metal,
0: the, well, or Black metal. Norwegian, Norwegian black metal is Norwegian a thing. black metal, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna ask Like, him. if he
1: mentions, like, Mayhem or Satyricon, then I'm gonna be like, oh, yeah, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I know, because I really feel like he's definitely, like, well knowledgeable in the whole thing, you know? Okay. Um, yeah. So I, I, I mean, but you'll be the judge of that. You'll be the judge of that.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's going to be strange in <laughs> itself, but okay. I can take it.
0: Yeah. No, it'll be cool <laughs> to see. Cause I, I'm interested now. Cause it's funny, like me going through asking him about, you know, do you ever see black folks in there? And then look at God. Then I meet someone, a black woman who ran her own metal blog and you know all about the sub genres. It's like, I mean, this is just awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, I'm I'm definitely not the kind of person who, like, proclaims themselves an expert in anything. I mean, sure. like, even with baseball, it's like, I don't know what, like, half the stat abbreviations stand for. I mean, I know a lot of the players, and I know a lot of the teams, and I, you know, I know what's happening, but... I certainly don't know everything, but I'm sure that there are tons and tons and tons of male fans that I know more than, and I still just don't feel comfortable, like, jumping ahead of them, you know? Yeah. Despite the fact that I, you know, co-host a podcast about baseball and am relatively comfortable talking about just about any team in the majors.
0: That sounds pretty knowledgeable to me, so... I mean, I guess. It's all relative. <laughs> yeah. You're an expert to me. I feel like I listened. Somebody said something that they're like, you know, as long as you know more than the person you're talking to, you're an expert. Now, I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. But in this case, this is... A good time to say that. (laughs) I mean, if somebody
1: knows nothing about baseball and I'm just telling them stuff, then, like, sure, I'm going to feel like an expert.
0: Yeah. (laughs) But,
1: I mean, (laughs) if it's, like, (laughs) me and another casual fan, I'm just going to not think anything, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But who knows? I mean, I didn't realize that I was, like, a non-casual fan for... A long time. Like, I felt like a casual fan, despite the fact that I was, like, going to a bunch of games, and, like, reading a bunch of blogs, and posting on Twitter, and posting on, you know, various forums about stuff. Like, I didn't feel like an avid fan. And then a player died, and I took off work because I couldn't, like, live, (laughs) you know? Aww. Um... But yeah, it was like I, I was just like, okay, like maybe maybe I might be like a serious fan. Yeah,
0: I mean that's pretty serious. Yeah. I I think casual is just like you know, like, yeah, my man had tickets and I'm just here and he likes it. And that's not even really casual. It's just I feel like casual, I would say, is sort of like a social. Like I would go to a baseball game to be social, not because I know that this team is in town and I got to see them live, you know, or anything like that. It's just like, OK, right. yeah, take how much is the ticket? OK, cool. I'll go. You know. Yeah. I or mean, like, I literally I went to a game
1: by myself on Sunday.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, you're in it. You're in it. I'm in it. I'm yeah. in
1: it. And I specifically went to see the performance of an opposing pitcher, which is like, I know uh, that's crazy. Yeah, but, no,
0: hell no, it's not crazy, but you're definitely there's nothing casual about that.
1: No, not at all. And I,
0: I understand this now.
1: I, I've accepted this.
0: Yeah, so. embrace it.
1: Yeah, embrace I guess it. so.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool. I don't know anybody else I don't I only know one other person that's really into baseball to the point where they talk about it. All the time, and I think he's into a specific team, and that's again a guy, let alone a woman. So, yeah, I think it's awesome. And I, I mean, the funny thing is that
1: I know I know plenty of women who are like bigger, like less casual fans than me. Yeah, easily. Yeah. So, like people who run fantasy teams, like all kinds of just craziness
0: yeah and see i feel like even like i feel like if me and you were in the same city i don't even know if i would go to a baseball game with you because i could tell like you're really like i wouldn't even be able to enjoy it you know like how you're like i go i'll go to i'll go to like photography conferences right Mm. or like trade shows like say like at the Canon booth and i'll be over there like geeking out and then i'll look and my friend is just like are you done yet you know what i mean like can we go see what else is here (laughs) and i'm like you know what i should just went to this by myself so like i'll just go to trade shows and stuff like that by myself because i'm like at least i can geek out on my own or geek out with the next person the person next to me you know we can like really get into it together versus trying to like push it on somebody so i feel like if you're in the same city i might not i might be like well i'm just gonna let her go and enjoy you know
1: (laughs) and the funny thing is that one of my kind of like almost not close friendships might have been completely ruined by a baseball game and I'm not saying this as like I am I am the kind of person who doesn't need to be completely focused on baseball whenever I'm watching it like I watched the last inning of a game while we were talking i don't care it's not that big of a deal right right but i had two tickets to a brooklyn cyclones game and brooklyn cyclones are um i think the mets double a affiliate i don't remember exactly okay so i was like hey does anybody want to go to a baseball game with me and so one of my friends was like oh yeah totally And like, she was like, yeah, I'm so curious. I'm so interested in baseball, whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, okay. Like, I'll tell you, you know, I'll I'll teach you about baseball, whatever. It's cool. So we get to this game and it's like August. It, It was August of last year. I guess a little bit of backstory here is that I... I am like 99% sure that I have summer depression, like how people get winter depression. So like they're all like every symptom of summer depression I've ever seen. I have.
0: Okay. (laughs) So
1: I get like irritated in the summer and I have a hard time controlling it. And I do my best and I cope fairly well. And, you know, I keep ice water on me all the time. I just, I, I take deep breaths. So we get to this game. We're having a good time. She is the kind of person who, like, like, she just cheered anytime anything happened. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah. And, uh Uh-oh. Like, Uh-oh. And she knew. And the thing is, like, she knew that she was doing it just to do it. Like the opposing batter fouling a ball away, which means nothing, I promise you. Like she would cheer and clap like they just won the World Series. And if this was in like 95 degree weather, and she's doing this for everything that occurs on the field.
0: And this is not Barbara.
1: (laughs) This is not Barbara. This is not Barbara. and so i'm just like let me just calm down get a beer or whatever and but the thing about it is that she told me that she wanted to learn about stuff and so i tried to sort of like not like make her cheer for any specific thing but just like explain to her that like these things that she's seeing happen don't mean anything And they aren't being counted, you know, Mm
0: -hmm, and mm -hmm. just
1: like, you know, explain to her that this is the other team and we're the home team and blah, blah, blah. And She's like, yeah, whatever. Sports ball. People who say sports ball are like just so infuriating because like just imagine somebody just constantly demeaning whatever you like.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. I get it
1: look, I don't love football or anything like that. But I'm not just like, Oh, you know, why don't they call it hand egg? So yeah, I, I made it to like the fifth inning. And I was like, Hey, I'm gonna go home. <laughs> and oh, she was no, like, yeah, no, I was just like, you can stay but I am leaving. I think she did stay after me. I don't know why. But I don't care. But yeah, I left, and I don't think we have had a complete conversation since then, and that was last year.
0: Dang, yeah. See, you're all in it because it's like, yeah. But I'm not though.
1: That's if somebody had just been there and like if she had been asking me questions the whole time, that would have been fine. If she had been, you know, drinking beer the whole time, that would have been fine. But somebody who is deliberately being obtuse and annoying the whole time, like, no, come on.
0: And it's embarrassing because from my experience of being at the baseball games that I've been to... Like, you can't be on the opposing team and just, like, cheering anyway. Like, people look at you, like, you know oh what no, I mean? you like, absolutely
1: can. That's the thing. That's the thing that kills me. If she had been actively rooting for the other team, it would have been like, okay, whatever.
0: Oh, because usually, usually the game I went to, like, they were like, dude, like, this is the home team over here. Like, you know, we don't rock with this team. Like, go over to the visiting side if that's the case, you know? It was like a thing here. I mean, I get that
1: it's a thing, but at the same time, if there's a Mets versus Phillies game happening at Citi Field, for example, Citi Field being the Mets' home stadium, Mm -hmm. if you show up either dressed in Phillies gear or dressed in like no kind of gear, and you spend the whole time cheering for the Phillies, no one is going to question anything that you're doing. Mm, Okay. But... If you show up and you just clap and yell anytime the bat makes any contact with the ball, people are going to think that you're a drunk yeah, and you're they're going to be right.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're just ruining it for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. And like
1: being disruptive for no good reason. Ugh. Peace I mean, out to her.
0: Our, our friendship
1: was on thin ice for a long time, but yeah, I think that was like the final nail in the coffin. Which is a shame because then it made me seem like I'm way more sensitive to like baseball, like sports related stuff than I actually am. But really, it was just, it it was a lot of factors and coming to an event that I could have given a ticket to somebody else for and basically wasting my time and wasting her own time, honestly, was just like, why? (laughs)
0: Yeah. And nobody wants to do that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like any like thing that's like photo related for the most part, I'd rather just go and make moves around it myself because I'll really geek out and nobody else is gonna, at least who I could think of in my immediate circle to ask to go, they're not going to geek out like that, you know? Well,
1: Well, here's the thing. If you like, let's say that you like won two tickets to like a photography festival. And you posted on Facebook publicly, like amongst friends, like, hey, I have this ticket. Who wants to go to a photography festival with me? And your friend who, like, hated photography was like, oh, my God, I want to go. And then they just came and spoiled it for you. Like, why? (laughs) You know? Yeah,
0: I probably wouldn't even. They would have been like, I want to go. I would have been like, oh, I gave it away. And then I would have just given it to somebody else. Well, see, you're smarter than me. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I felt like I would have just been like, I probably would have known somebody who maybe I don't talk to, but I know that they're, like, really into it. And I've been like, guess what I got? Like, I know we don't talk, but you want to go to this? Mm. Because I'm not about to... Yeah, because that, that's annoying, you know, and it's only going to make you mad and whatnot. But hey, you know, now we know, right?
1: Right. Yeah. Now we know. And I mean, thankfully now, like, I've I've been, I guess and engrossed in the baseball scene enough that I have people that I can just, that I can specifically give tickets to if yeah. I get them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. see, you don't always have that from the beginning, you know? So yeah, it takes like, give or take. I remember one time I did when I was in high school, though, I did like go cause I'm an only child. So I was always allowed to be like, I was, Oh, nice. <laughs> you? Nice. Yeah. I was always able to like bring a friend and stuff. And I remember, I brought a friend to, like, this basketball tournament. And when I was down there, I was like, "Mm, I wish I would have brought another friend. You know what I mean? Right. Like, she's just on, like, next level stuff. You know, like, I was, like, sort of nerdy. And, like, I wanted to participate in the championship, but just, like, in my own way. And, like, she was trying to, like, meet up with dudes down there. And I'm like, girl, this is the wrong. Like, you're with the wrong girl. (laughs) I'm I'm with the wrong chick. I'm not meeting up with nobody. I'm trying to get some chicken tenders at Applebee's and then go watch the game, you know, like I'm not trying to like go behind the lockers with dudes like girl. Bye. Oh my God. That yeah.
1: would have been so my goal.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just like, so I feel like I was thinking about that when you were talking about her. Cause I'm like, yeah. And you know what? Actually that maybe I think after that I was like, mm, this girl is just not on the same thing as me, you know? And then the next time I could bring a friend or something, I found somebody else that, you know, was nerdy doing simple, simple stuff just like me. You know, and right. then we had a good time. You know, and you still talk to those people. Or, but yeah, so I get it. Ugh, friendship, yeah. friendship, friendship. I know. Well, I'm glad we got to talk. We could be friends. I would like that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Oh man, I oh. won't bug out at a baseball game as long as you don't bug out at a photography conference. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> it's so easy to just not go. Yeah, that's probably what we'll do. We'll probably be like, girl, I will text you, like, how's it going over there? Great. <laughs> <Right. laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your time. Yeah, anytime. All right you guys, that concludes another episode of the Nosy AF podcast. You know, I'm sort of interested in this whole black girl metal music thing. I mean, isn't that sound doesn't that sound like it's right up my alley? <laughs> okay, so thank you so much for listening. If you guys have liked this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend, please rate, please review anywhere you're listening to this episode whether it's on apple podcasts google play music stitcher overcast anywhere you're listening you know give me a shout out i would really appreciate that i really hope that you guys have the best day ever i super duper appreciate you and yeah slide my dms i really love hearing from you guys all right so have a good one and we'll see you next week peace